Welcome to The Storytellers, the radio show and podcast that features those who choose to leave their mark on the world through the art of story. I'm your host, Grace Salmon. I look forward to our time together today. Now, let's meet our storyteller. Welcome to episode 90 of The Storytellers with Elaine Goldsmith-Thomas. She's been an agent, a studio head, a writer, soon to have her own book, a producer. She's just an amazing guest. She started out in the 80s where she was the agent for almost everybody that you'll recognize in Hollywood. You're going to know Julia Roberts, Madonna, Susan Sarandon, Halle Berry, Spike Lee, Nicolas Cage, then she moved over to being the head of a studio where she was also a writer and brought so many amazing movies out. American Girl, Kidnap, Hustlers, Marry Me, Shotgun Wedding. Then there's her amazing array of television work, Shades of Blue, Good Trouble, television, Netflix. She is now the producing partner with Jennifer Lopez and will definitely be talking about The Mother, which is just out. Elaine, thank you for coming to the Storyteller's Microphone. Thank you for having me. I, 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 it's, it's always interesting to see which movies people pull out, you know, from your history. It's, 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 it's funny. Um, thank you. Thank you. Which, which ones would you pull out? Well, my first was um, Made in Manhattan. Mm, beautiful uh, movie. And, and, and I loved Mona Lisa's Smile. Um, and I don't know. I mean, you, they're your kids. You love them all, right? And then you, you, you let them go to the world and you hope the world treats them well. And you hope, you hope in some way it leaves a mark or, or an echo with them. Well, you know, there's so many things I want to talk to you about. When the lovely Amy Ferris first introduced us, what I thought I wanted to do was quite honestly just fangirl you. Like, how do you know all these people? And isn't that amazing? But as I dug into your work, what I really began to realize more and more about you, and you can tell me if I'm right, but you are very much about leaving your mark on the world. You are about Kierkegaardian leaps of faith and I just think you are, and I've heard you say this, you are a Zamboni of a woman. <laughs> Explain to our listeners and our viewers what that means. Well, the Zamboni machine is a machine that goes on the ice and polishes it. And I think if we're lucky and we're smart and we're evolving, we, we try to Zamboni our lives. Um, we try to smooth it out as best we can because we're all works in progress, right? And um, forgive ourselves our cracks and get better. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I love to say as, as we approach, because this interview is right before Mother's Day, my mother, rest in peace, who died um, on May 13th in 2021. Okay. I, I, I used to, she used to say, um, I was born in Pacoima, but she said we lived in Arlita. Then we moved to um, Sepulveda, but she said we lived in Northridge. So I never knew where I lived. I just knew it wasn't good enough. It was sort of a Zamboni. It was a, a Zamboni of image. And I, I learned pretty quickly that, uh, that, 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 that it was all malleable, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. I, one of my favorite quotes is from um, Rumi, who said, as you walk on the way, the way appears. And it reminds me of that movie, um, I guess it's Indiana Jones, where, where 
where Harrison Ford has to sort of span a gulf and 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 whomever is advising him says you just have to believe and and it's Jesus so he just walks into the gulf and there is a, an invisible bridge and there's something about taking a leap of faith off a bridge so high that you can't see the fall and believing because in it, it's the way we evolve and um and I kind of use that as a blueprint I guess I mean I don't know if it was a planned blueprint but it was um you know, it's it's scary sometimes to make change, and it's scary sometimes when you don't know where you're going. But the truth is, we none of us really do. And you you mentioned your mom, and I read uh, in all of my preparation that she's been gone just a few years. And this is Mother's. We're taping on Mother's Day weekend. We are in the middle of a writer's strike, yeah. and you you are a force as your mom was a force um, but you are a force among women in hollywood you truly are you know not everybody might know your name the way they know jennifer lopez or julia roberts but you are, you are a force among women in hollywood can you talk about that particularly in terms of the writing aspects of it well one of my mentors sue manger said my career wasn't planned it just happened and um and 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 one thing i've learned um, from Jennifer Lopez is that it, it was a, a line I put in a script that I wrote for her that the only thing stopping you is you. You know, here's a woman who was a dancer and wanted to be an actor and then was an actor and wanted to be a singer and then was a singer and wanted to be a brand and in each case was judged rather harshly for thinking she could do more, for having the audacity to put her ambition forward. And she it's not that she didn't care. It's not that it didn't hurt her what people said. It's that it didn't stop her. Oh, it wonderful. Stop her. And I watched it. And we did this documentary um, called Halftime a, a year or so ago on Jen. And as we were digging through, I realized it was it was the impetus um, that, that I needed it, it, it didn't, it didn't stop her because, you know, when I was an agent, I always, I was, I think I've always been a storyteller. I think I've always been a writer. I just didn't have the courage to say I was a writer. I was too afraid I'd fail. And I was too driven to succeed, um, as an agent. I had started as a secretary and I, I, I studied the rats in the maze to see how you got the cheese. And I really liked it. I really understood that I was good at it. I understood that, 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 that it was an amorphous process, right? That you're selling someone's talent. It's not two and two is four. It's how can I convince you that, 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 that this person is great and somehow in convincing them in, in getting the yes, which might be the title of my book, chasing the yes, getting it, it gave me some feeling of accomplishment, right? And so Hollywood, I realized, was a, a land where um, people put their fingers in their mouths to see which way the wind is blowing. And I knew how to blow the wind. So I had learned and I had learned when it was too much and when it wasn't too much. And if you and, and that you really had to believe in somebody, you couldn't fake it. 
I couldn't fake it. If I, if I believed in somebody, nothing would stop me. I would figure out a way to break through, to get into the mountain. I would figure out a way to climb it. So no wasn't no. My sweet father, who was a storyteller, who, who, who would pick up a penny on the ground and tell you all the people's hands it had been through and the life it had led and who would, who would tell me stories every night. My father, when, when, when taught me <laughs> that no wasn't no, try again. You can get the yes. Can we watch King Kong? No, you've got to do your homework. What if I do that? It was a negotiation. <laughs> it was a negotiation. I, I guess I was a born agent and, and I did that for, for a while, but I was also a writer. And I don't think anybody really wants their agent to be a writer. <laughs> <laughs> I think they want their agent to be behind the scenes, getting them great deals. And, and at a certain point, I, even though I was, you know, a very, very big agent, I wanted to do more. And I, I, I took the leap with, without really, without really thinking I did it. I was still pretty young and I, and I um, ran a studio on the East coast and, and, and began producing and, and, stood on the shoulders of, of other people. Um, Deborah Schindler, who's a, who was a producer and who um, was running Julia's company at the time, taught me how to produce and, you know, and learned how to do that. And all the while writing, but never, never taking credit for the writing. Um, af afraid. And um, I don't know. I, 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 I always felt like I was going in the back door. You're a producer. You're not supposed to write. You can help them. You can give them notes. You can urge them. So I would maybe hire other writers and go, well, if it could be like this, or what about the, and found myself bending myself into a, I don't know. I find uh, it hard to believe that you say that you were afraid because you are that Zamboni. You are the person who can say, I was very, very good at this and you knew it. But writing is a very special thing, isn't it? It's a, it's a different kind of nakedness, I think. Would you agree? I'm, I'm afraid all the time. Are you kidding? I, it, 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 what I learned from people like Jennifer is to use the fear. I, I'm afraid all the time. I, I, I don't, you know, you're very vulnerable. It's hurtful. It's you're putting yourself out there in, in different ways. You know, it's it's. Um, I used to have a bumper sticker on my car saying, "I break like a little girl." <laughs> um, yeah. So so um, I I I I was afraid, and it is vulnerable, and and it's also there's also rules. You know, when you're a producer, you can't do this. The director gets a pass. The writer gets. A pass. So I'd write quietly and I'd give ideas until actually it was Halle Berry. We, I mean, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote second act for Jennifer, uh, uh, one draft. And then, um, then the process got taken away from me. So I, I actually wrote on more scripts without taking credit than I did on the one that I took credit on, but that's the way it goes. So you were so you were Jennifer's agent. You had said something about agents don't like their people to be writers, but then you've been her writer, and now you are her producer with this amazing, yeah. amazing just released Netflix movie, The Mother, out on Mother's Day weekend. I'm watching it tonight. The trailer, the trailer, blew me away. 
Thank you. I, I, yeah, no, I, I, w I wouldn't say I'm her writer. I would but say you that have I, written I, for her. Well, she because because she does so many things, she was so proud and encouraging that I should too, and and to stand in that truth. Um, and I remember also Halle Berry, who I had who I've worked with in the past, when she wanted to direct um, her movie. She was find, trying to find a director. And again, she, she knew what she wanted and she was trying to find somebody who could tell her to do exactly what she wanted. And I said to her, stand in your truth, direct it yourself. And she, and she did. And when she did that, I thought, you know, Elaine, maybe it's time you do that and, and, and start writing. Start just saying, okay, yes, I'm a producer and I'm a writer. And live in that truth. And if people judge you harshly for it, then people judge you harshly. And so, you know, it was it was kind of that. Um, but yes, I've been producing with Jennifer for over 10 years. I stopped agenting in, in 1999 and, or in 2000. And, and I started working with Jennifer maybe, I guess, about 12 years ago, 13 years ago now. Um, and and uh, uh, it's been amazing um the mother i couldn't be more proud of this film it's it's and i and i'm impressed with netflix because they put a woman of color who isn't 22 who's in her 50s in the lead role and they stood behind it with all the muscle and grit and 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 passion that wouldn't have happened 30 years ago 30 years ago if you were 50 you couldn't get a job it was hard to get a job you were a grandma you were a supporting role you saw women retired, not anymore. And part of that is due to women like Jennifer who push the limits, who say, you know, don't put us in a corner. Don't marginalize us, don't be reductive. It's great that Clint Eastwood at 90 is directing movies. Why can't other, why can't women do that? So she and I and our company, New Eureka Productions, try to put women forward. Our, our next film is directed by a woman and it will be our fourth film directed by a female. And um, we, try to, we try to hire in all the roles as many women as we can, as, many, as much diversity as we can, um, because they have been so overlooked, mm -hmm. um, people of color and, um, and gender. And so it's, we, we try to look a little closer in those categories. Um, the mother is about a woman who is an assassin who, who doesn't really know how to mother, but she knows how to survive. And when her child is taken, she has to teach her how to survive. It is a powerful script. And we shot it all over the world. And it is um, the number one film globally all over the world. It truly, if, if everybody just watches the trailer, they will be blown away. Uh, is there anything, and I don't want this to make this about Jennifer Lopez at all, but is there anything the woman cannot do? I, 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 I Maybe she can't cook, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know that she looks at it that way. I think that when you ask a child who's 16, what do you want to do with your life? Or 18, they're going to college. What's your major? What do you want to do with your life? And expect them to be that person for the rest of their lives. Shame on us, right? Yes, yes. And I think that whatever it is you want to do, and I'm speaking to you, Grace, you can do it. The only thing stopping you is you. Take off the corset in your mind and go, okay, I've always wanted to blink. Um, for me, it's coming 
full circle and becoming and standing in my truth that I'm a writer. I'm a writer who produces. I'm a writer who is still a good agent because <laughs> you never stop agenting. Okay. But I'm, but I'm a storyteller. And, and, and I, and I come from a line of storytellers and I'm proud of it. And um, look, you may not like my story, but, but it's mine. Tell us about the book, the book that you're writing. I don't have a title. So we will, we will, we will definitely revisit that when I do. It's about, look, it's, it's certainly not a memoir, but it's about um, a group of women who um, had to fight the boys club in the eighties at the William Morris agency. So it's based on people I knew mm -hmm. it's based on people I'd heard about. And then I turn left. I, I, I did, you know, there's it's, it's fictional, but there's, there's people that people will recognize. And it's, it's these crazy stories from, from the eighties of, of how women had to, what, what we had to do to get ahead. And by the way, it's not a feminist manifesto by any means. I mean, some of these women become the monsters who train them. So it's salacious. It's, um, but it is about, it is about that. And I'm, I'm excited about for that. I also wrote a script with um, Richard Lagravenes, um, who's a brilliant writer called Backwards in Heels, which is um, we sold to Amazon. And that's about um, five women at the Barbizon Hotel in the 1940s and everything they had to do backwards in heels to carve out their lives. It seems that we have a um, similar theme mm -hmm. <laughs> for women through the years because we have to keep convincing them um, convincing people, right, that that we count, we matter. Do you have a favorite <clears throat> aspect of your work, writer, producer, agent, will you, which you still do? <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, 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 I love what I do, and I, I'm so blessed that I get the opportunity to do it, and I love, I love meeting new people. I love um looking forward but i don't mind looking back i like the lessons i like the evolution um i hope in some way with a zamboni i'm getting better i hope i think that's the gift of getting a little bit older we don't know where tomorrow is going to lead us we don't necessarily need to plan that out but we know that it can be exciting and we if we lean into our talents and gifts and uh, well, you, I, I think it removes the fear of who cares, do it. If you want to do it, do it. And, you know, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I wish I would have, you know, if, if I could visit my younger self, I would hold myself and say, everything's going to be okay. And also maybe work out a little bit. That's the thing, <laughs> with writing. you know, you've got to, you really have to, I see that my trainer just texted me going, don't forget to get on the treadmill. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's all good. And I guess if I visited my younger self, I'd say everything's going to be okay. And I think that's a beautiful place to leave our interview. I hate to leave our interview. I hope you'll come back for a second visit to the storytellers. Oh, I will. When my book is ready and I know what the title of my book is, we're going to be talking about that. Uh, I can't wait. Elaine, thank you for being on The Storytellers. This has been a copyrighted episode of The Storytellers by Grace Salmon and Authors on the Air, Global Radio Network. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. 
That concludes this episode of The Storytellers. I'm so glad you could be part of the story today. I hope you share the stories, tell your own, and come back for another episode. Because when our stories are told, everything changes. I'm Grace Salmon.